I was there that day at the Reform Club when Mr. Phileas Fogg won in a game of cards, whist to be exact, the sexual captivity of a one Mr. Henry Parker's mysterious niece, a beautiful young lady many of us had seen in the better parts of London, always on the arm of her dastardly uncle, indeed, a shy girl possessing curly reddish blonde hair and pale lightly freckled skin and exquisite green eyes that made many unmarried men, and the married gents as well, it goes without saying, take a long glance and wonder. This was in March of 1875. I am not certain of the exact date. I'm afraid that I tend to be amiss in these small details, despite my profession as a man of the published letters. The card game was not going in Henry Parker's favor, and he was known to be a man who did not like to lose, and had a bit of a temper. Contrary, Mr. Phileas Fogg was a man known to hardly, if ever, lose at either of whist or wager. I knew for a fact this was something he greatly prided himself on. There were half a dozen gentlemen, including yours truly, watching this game with what I would call snide English interest. Mr. Parker was tapped out of funds, every single pound note now in Mr. Fogg's possession. Shall we call it a day, sir, said Fogg. I will win my money back and more, sirrah, said Mr. Parker, barely keeping his anger inside that singular ruddy skin. My credit is good. We both bank at Barings, so when I offer a check, I trust you will honor it as good as money. Fogg leaned back in his chair and smiled. He stated, I have something else in mind, other than money, for you to wager, Mr. Parker. And what would that be, Mr. Fogg? Tell me first. Are you a man of your absolute word? When I say I will wager, returned Parker, I mean it. Very well, said Mr. Fogg. Wager your lovely niece. What is her name? C. Yes, she will do just fine. There was a mumbling among the men at the club. Are you out of your mind, Mr. Fogg? cried Henry Parker. Not in the least, sir, said Phileas Fogg. It is no secret, as few scandals are secret, that you have your niece enslaved to your puerile favor. What you have over her head I can only speculate, and is none of my business. I would, however, enjoy engaging in a certain business with the girl. Are you insinuating my niece is a whore, said Mr. Parker, nearly rising out of his large chair. What would you call her then, asked Mr. Fogg, raising a brow and scratching his beard. Parker sat down and let out a heavy sigh. He nodded. A trollop, he conceded, a dirty strumpet, that girl. Enticing. I do not know what kind of man you honestly believe me to be, a devil or a lout, said Henry Parker, but I will not gamble the body of my own favorite niece. Then you must be uncertain of your hand and your ability to win, nay, to win against me a man who never loses at a game of cards. Oh, Mr. Fogg, I assure you of my certainty, but I do not make it a habit of wagering the pleasures of young women like some sort of vile flesh merchant out of the Ottoman Empire. There was a moment of silence while the two men stared at and considered one another. Since our mutual credit is in good standing, said Mr. Fogg, I shall then propose to raise the stakes to 10,000 pounds. 10,000, said Mr. Parker, his face going the way of the color red. 
Can you meet this amount, or can you not? asked Fogg. Indeed I can. And so? So be it, said Henry Parker, who immediately lost the game to the predictable and smug Mr. Fogg. Parker was a rapidly humble man, and he said to Fogg, I beseech you, Sirrah, such an amount will financially crush me. What are you telling me, my dear friend? asked a rather amused Fogg. I propose we return to your previous suggestion, said Parker, the question of C's ownership. Yes, said Fogg, smiling and sitting back in his large chair and stroking his mustache in an agreeable manner. We can do that. She is an exquisite example of the opposite sex, whore or not. <laughs>